Trevor seems to get the ball out quickly. You can have all the quickness you want. If the guy's back there going, oh, we do, we do, you know, <laughs> then it's going to be tough to look quick. Welcome to Jaguars Reporters, presented by TIAA Bank, with Brian Sexton, John Osher, Ashlyn Sullivan, and J.P. Shadrick. Jaguars Reporters, presented by TIAA Bank, starts right now. Welcome into another edition of the Jaguars Reporters Podcast. Today is Friday, July 30th. J.P. Shadrick, Ashlyn Sullivan, Brian Sexton, John Osier. Training camp is here. We are three days into camp going into day four on Saturday. And we've got, got a lot of big things, of course. Camp is here. Trevor Lawrence has looked very good so far. The defense is having to play off coverage and not go after the ball. The fans are back in the building and that sounds and looks outstanding. How about some initial standouts so far the first few days of camp, John? What what has stood out so far to you? The arm. I mean, it, it's uh, Trevor Lawrence's arm. I knew it was supposed to be special. I knew it was supposed to be good. Uh, but there's so many throws that you could take away this week. The touch on the deep ball is very encouraging, obviously. His ability to see it downfield, his ability to go after it. Uh, but frankly, today, we're sitting here on Friday, he had to throw into the left corner of the end zone that I'm not sure most quarterbacks would, could, or should make. I think most quarterbacks see that throw, and I forget who caught it. Colin Johnson. Colin Johnson, yeah. That's right. Yeah. Uh, you know, I would advise most quarterbacks not to throw the ball. Mm-hmm. Or throw it away. And it was perfect. Yeah. Perfect he th- timing. He threw it, and the speed with, with which it got there, that's not the only time we've seen that this week, but that was the one that stood out of, okay, well, why is he number one overall pick? Why is he going to make a difference? Third and two on that play, most quarterbacks you're kicking a field goal, you got seven. Um, it, it, three days in. So, so I've had people ask me, well, who is he? And I remind them, Peyton Manning won three games. As a rookie, right? Through 28 interceptions. But then Ben Roethlisberger won 11 straight games with the Steelers, right? And took his team deep into the playoffs to the FC Championship game. Now, that was a veteran team that he had with him. But, you know, you watch this kid play and you think, well, he doesn't look like a three-win quarterback to me. Hmm. I mean, he looks like a guy who's going to pick this up pretty darn quickly and be competitive where most rookie quarterbacks, as Bill Polian always wanted to say, is just trying to figure things out. I think he's going to be figuring things out, but I can tell you, He's better physically than Peyton. Peyton was a great mental quarterback, and he was a very, very good quarterback physically. I never saw Peyton make the zip throws that this kid makes. I mean, now, the the mental ability, you know, we're talking about maybe a Rushmore quarterback here, so there's all sorts of strengths. But pure arm talent, pure talent, I mean, this is out of this world. Yeah. His touch stands out. When you watch him throw to, to Gardner Minshew, to Jake Luton, to, to any of the other quarterbacks, it just is a completely different ball. Well, it's his poise that stands out to me, too. He's back there directing traffic pre-snap. Yeah, moving like, guys in the formation and stuff. Exactly. Like, hey, you're out of place, wrong way. Exactly. And, 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 and I wrote this for our camp observation today, that watching him with those three guys that we saw in that video that were with him at Clemson, I mean – they're making adjustments at the line of scrimmage, and he's putting the ball. It was funny because the other day DJ Chark said to me that, that or he said all of us in the media session, but it's the, the opportunity to get to know what a guy likes, what mm-hmm. a receiver likes, what a quarterback likes. It sure looks like they understand that now mm-hmm. based on ball placement. It, it, it's, it's really been fun to watch, and we're only three days in. 
Yeah, that's the that's the big standout I think for everybody. And uh, you know, the other one for me is uh, just seeing some of the size of players we might have not been able to see as much of in the offseason program, and, and the speed's going to be key as well. Can I back that up real yes. quick? Because uh, I was thinking the same thing, and, and I, I know I've had this conversation with John, but in, in 2013 when we were at Wembley Stadium, we played the, the San Francisco 49ers, you recall. Well, they ran out onto the football field. I mean, and you saw, holy cow, look how big and strong they were. And, and that was Gus Bradley's first team, John. And, I mean, your big guys were, you know, Roy Miller, for goodness sakes. You didn't have any size. You didn't have a lot of talent. Um, that's not the case with this team. You, you see a big, talented, uh, uh, athletic-looking team, a team that can line up and compete. And with a team that was 1-15 last year, people around the league might not expect the Jaguars to be able to line up and compete. Yeah, you hope so. I, I, don't, I don't know what the defensive line and the defensive front is going to be yet because we haven't seen them do anything. They haven't done anything real yet, and the offensive line hasn't done anything real yet. I know this offense – looks quicker than I've ever seen it. I mean, not ever, but in a long time. And I think that's for a few reasons. Um, ETN looks the part to me. Marvin Jones looks like, for an 11th-year guy, he's still got quickness to get open. LaVisca looks much quicker than he did last year. But I think a lot of times quickness on offense uh, is about how fast the quarterback's making decisions. You can have all the quickness you want. If the guy's back there going, oh, you know, <laughs> then it's going to be tough to look quick. But Trevor seems to get the ball out very, very quickly, and I think that will help everybody else look quick around. Everybody like that. Dude. I think <laughs> Joe recorded that. It's going to show up. And, yeah, it's going to show up when you least expect it. Uh, you think that actually happens? Quarterbacks what? doing that? They can throw it. Like the snuffle up against right back in the day on Sesame Street. Oh, gosh. I love it. So, uh, I guess what would be your uh, – Ashlyn, uh, I know, John, you mentioned your, your, the one that stood out to you, the play at least that stood out to you was the one on Friday, the throw in the, the corner mm-hmm. of the end zone. What about for you, Ashlyn? Is there another one that stands out so far? Maybe not a Trevor Lawrence play, but just a play, a moment in general in camp. I'd have to say LaVisca Chenault as a whole. I think uh, during press conferences, a bunch of times it's been asked, okay, who stands out? You know, pick a guy. What, who's made the biggest improvement? And, and no one really wants to signal anyone out. But to me, the signal out is LaVisca Chenault. He is obviously bigger, obviously much faster, just looks like a different player. And Yesterday he caught a touchdown from Trevor Lawrence and it went one drive was Marvin Jones the next drive was LaVisca Chenault and this this camp for LaVisca I think is huge and and you see the improvements that he's made already in this offseason. What do you think, Brian? I'll go to a throw 2 days ago uh from Trevor Lawrence to Marvin Jones uh on a fade route. Um Jones ran right around the the defense. It was Shaquille Griffin too. I mean we're talking about an undrafted rookie free agent. I think Jones is going to be that X factor this year because he understands exactly how he can help this quarterback. And I think DJ Chark and Chenault, for the reasons that we've talked about, are going to get a lot of attention. Jones is just going to have the ability to take advantage of the holes in the middle of a defense. Yeah. Yeah. I'll go with another one to Jones. I think you're talking about the one that was for a touchdown. It was. Uh, There was one in a later series where – I happened to be down on the far end of the field. I was going to get my stuff because it was it was the last uh, the last segment of the day. So you look and it's a play that wound up being a long pass to Marvin Jones that Marvin actually dropped at the very end of it. When you watch the play from a distance, everything about the play made it look like it was going to the left. 
uh, about 25 yards downfield. And all of a sudden, the ball comes out of about Trevor's hand, and you could tell immediately. Again, I wasn't even there with the play, but I said, oh, "That's Trevor throwing it," because it was it. <laughs> and with it looked without shifting very much, like he threw back across the field about 65, 70 yards on a dime to Marvin Jones. Um, I hadn't seen that before. Yeah, I mean that's yeah, right. it, never seen it in Jackson. Yeah, yeah. Oh. that's cases where the physical ability goes beyond what even the defense thought was possible. Marvin Jones was open on the play and, you know, may have caught it, may not. I dropped it on on uh, contact with the ground, but who cares? I mean, it, it, <laughs> that was, incredible. it was a play that yeah. – usually in the NFL, players and quarterbacks don't do things you haven't seen before. Uh, that was Elway's. Well, that's high praise now. That's my guy. Um Rayshon Jenkins Phillip in the conference. That's, oh, yeah, you got a bunch of guys then, Brian. Well, I did, yeah, I, did, I, I like both of those guys a lot. <laughs> this is my guy now, though. Hey, this is my guy. Um, there, Rayshon Jenkins, I think, yesterday in his news conference, and you guys were all there. You saw it. Someone asked about Trevor, and he kind of looked. He went, you know, kind of looked down over his glasses, kind of looked. You know, like, really? I yeah. mean, are you kidding? That's what I – did you see that? <laughs> and, and to me, I mean, that's a guy who was – he was with Justin Herbert last year. He's seen Patrick Mahomes in the AFC West. And and in the jaw dropping expression that he had, and he was wearing a mask, and you could almost see it. Um, tells you everything you need to know about what the veterans think of this guy. This is the Jaguars Reporters Podcast. Remember to subscribe to the official Jaguars Podcast Network on Apple, iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you download your pods, and give us that five star rating and a comment. Time now for Did You Hear This? And Friday, defensive coordinator Joe Cullen discussed what he expects from defensive end and linebacker Josh Allen. And then right after it, Josh Allen responded to it. I really liked him. Uh, didn't matter what scheme you were in, coming out of Kentucky, when he decided decided to stay and had, I think, 17 sacks. He was one of the top guys on my list, and I've seen nothing but I expect greatness from him. Being an All-Pro, being an All-Pro Bowl, making it to the Super Bowl, being defensive player of the year, that's elite. That's you know, saying that's greatness. That's where you leave a legacy. That's where you leave your mark on the organization. Uh, you know what I'm saying? So that's that's what my mindset's on. And that's what everybody's mindset's on. So, you know, if we keep developing and keep playing and keep practicing like this, man, like I said, I think the sky's going to be the limit for all of us. And, you know, and Coach Cullen, man, is just my guy. You know what I'm saying? I'm honed in. And whatever he says, I'm going to do for him. You know what I'm saying? I trust the process. And he trusts that I'm going to make, you know, that I'm going to live out that process for him. So, I'm ready for it. You know, we've been somewhat limited on the defensive talk just because of the nature of the drills these days. They can't really go after the ball, no contact, all that stuff. But uh, to hear from Josh Allen for the first time in a training camp in a media session like this and what that means, he has big things in mind for himself, for his team, for this defense, Ashland. And if he can stay healthy, I think it could be a breakout year for him. Yeah, I liked when he was talking about how Joe Collin is known to, to line up differently and be creative, and he's like, you have no idea what this defense is going to throw at offenses. And you could tell he was just genuinely excited for the versatility and, and all the ways that these guys can line up differently. You could tell he was almost giddy about it, John. Yeah, and uh, I, I think Joe's quote was, I expect greatness from Josh Allen. Um, out of all the guys on the defense – I guess Miles Jack would be the first that I have complete faith that if put in position to succeed, he's going to be outstanding. Um, 
I know there are fans out there who maybe have forgotten Josh Allen, maybe forgotten how good he, he's supposed to be, maybe don't trust it because of what they saw last year. Um, probably short of, of uh, Trevor and Miles Jack, I have less confusion or concern about how good Josh Allen can be in the National Football League. And what happens if Caleb on Chason, who Joe Cullen talked about in his news conference, what if he is playing well like he was at the end of last season? And, and the word on him is he gets it, he's playing fast. What if he's opposite of Allen? I mean, that gives Allen a whole lot more. Mm-hmm. Remember, mm-hmm. Allen had 10 and a half sacks as a rookie season because he had, you know, Unique Ngakwe and Calais Campbell on the other side of the line. Right. Let's see what he can do. And if you get the interior guys rolling through Ooh. and, and yeah. get that going, then it's a full. Mm-hmm. Plus, he just looks the part, doesn't he? I mean, you, you just look, you go, that's a defensive end. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. That's right. And the option of Jihad Ward as well. Yeah, there's definitely versatility there. I like that. Uh, tomorrow, it's the Hella Mega Tour, Saturday, July 31st, TIAA Bank Field, Green Day, Fallout Boy, and Weezer, plus the Interrupters. Tickets at Ticketmaster or HellaMegatour.com. Should be a big crowd. Nashland. You and I will be there. I'm ready to rock. I thought that was the Hello Mega Tour. Hello. Hello. Mega. Hello, Mega. Hello, Mega. Hello, Mega. Yeah. One, one, oh, go ahead, John. So, uh, you had something to say about Green Day? Well, okay. I love Green Day. I just, okay. I just can't stand uh, summer heat enough to, you know, <laughs> at 35, I'd have been right there with Shalane just doing the Hello, Mega and the, <laughs> the whole thing. I love it. Um, I saw Green Day at... Uh, in uh, 94 on the Dookie Tour. You've already seen him. Uh, 95, so I'm sorry. You're good. You're, yeah. You don't need to see him again. Been there, love, done that. Yeah. Well, I'd love to see him again, but I'm not going to. <laughs> Have we, JP, in the intros, people can't see it. You sort of referenced the hand up thing. Oh, yeah. When I'm saying they're playing off, yeah, yeah. the hands are up. Like, I've uh, never you know, really I'm not seen it quite anything. like this. Yeah. I mean, I've been in non-contact practices before, never really seen it quite like this. But I've got to think at some point, Urban, who got fined along with the team, had to have gone over to the defensive backs and went, "Man, do you guys know how much hundred grand is?" <laughs> yeah, don't do it. Let, let's let's ease it off a little because yeah. I mean, if I'm at, I get he's in a different financial stratosphere, <laughs> but if I'm out there and every time I see a defensive oh. back sort of put his hand out, I'm like, no, uh-uh. that kind of, I'm not even sure I could be out there. No, I'd be very stressed. <laughs> I'd be somewhere else. Cash register bells going off in yeah. his head right now. Oh, no, yeah. that uh, play we were talking about with Marvin Jones earlier. It, the Jaguars Twitter tweeted it out, and you see in the background Shaquille Griffin throws a, a legit temper tantrum, like stops his feet because he knows he had the chance to pick it off. Right, and you see him in yeah. the background just so right. upset. I like him, by the way. I, I like Griffin too. a lot. But that said, in the context, uh, we see it, so we get it. But and. There's been quite a few fans out here the last couple of days, so I think they get it. Um, the fact that the defense can't use their hands right now doesn't change how well Trevor's throwing the ball. That's no. Right. I mean, there are some pinpoint throws. There's some timing, especially the touch on the deep ball. Uh, just because the defenders are not putting their hands and trying to break it up doesn't mean they would have been able to get to those balls. It, it it's still real what we're saying. Because the other quarterbacks aren't making them with as much regularity well, as Trevor's too. making them. Right. Mm-hmm. So that kind of tells so. you what's going on. Now, there, you know will what I'm be, saying? Be, there will be some difference you don't when want it to gets live. It. Yeah. Sure. yeah, people who haven't seen it are sitting there going, well, John, the, you know, there's the no defense. Their hands behind their back. How good is this? It's still different. There was a throw day one 
uh, to Tim Tebow down the field, and the linebacker was fading, you know, or not fading, drifting in his way, and the safety was coming hard. And I thought, I wonder if he'll throw it. And, and in that instant, he did. And so, and those guys, they were not, they were not with their hands all over it. But he put that ball in such a tight window. That was the first throw up camp where I went. Wow! Yeah, he sees it. He he and he, he knows it. how to. He knows what to do. With and it was on the seam, and a safety and linebacker. Most quarterbacks don't even do it. They just roll away and throw it out of bounds. And he just let that thing fly. It was, and Tim caught it. Yeah, there you go. So we've got one more practice this week, tomorrow, Saturday, then the Green Day concert Saturday night. Players are off Sunday. Back at it Monday for the final non-padded practice, and then pads go on Tuesday, Brian. You're running the show, but can I ask a question? And if anyone else has any questions, I think you just did. Uh, okay, well, there's I'm gonna ask two <laughs> questions then. So, who have you seen besides Trevor Lawrence that you're interested in that, like that has your attention? And I'll go first. Andre Cisco. Yeah. He's big. Goodness gracious, the safety from Syracuse is big. And he is effortless in his motion. Doesn't look like a leg is, is even a consideration. But he's big and he flows well. You can see him in the middle of the field. Jaguars haven't had a safety like that in a long time, if ever. Yeah, I was surprised at how big he was because mm-hmm. when you read some of the analysis on him, and again, some of this analysis that you see before the draft, you don't know what to trust. But some of it was that great ball in the air guy reaction guy and not necessarily the biggest hitter in terms of knocking guys back well he sure looks like a guy who can play that say if he's a hitter in addition to what Mm -hmm. he can do with the ball in the Mm -hmm. air uh then look out remember he was supposed to be a first round pick and then he hurt his name he also looks very healthy Mm -hmm. like no hesitations running around Mm -hmm. which is good I think I'd go with, you know, the running backs, right? I mean, we saw them in the offseason, and you can't really tell now because of the defensive thing. But if James Robinson has an extra step this year, that's the one thing he told me the other day, actually on Tuesday, that he's been working on is maybe working on the speed. He's not ever, he thinks, probably going to be a home run hitter. Maybe he thinks that. But ETN's the home run hitter mm-hmm. in the backfield. Ooh, yeah. If he just has an extra step and can get through that second line instead of just being a four-and-a-half-yard-a-carry guy, then maybe that can extend his game a little bit. James Robinson, I think. Four-and-a-half yards good per looking. carry. Yeah, that'll, that'll but he's been a, looking good. Yeah, you know? That's a hell of a number. And I like the way he looks so far, and ETN's got that burst we saw a couple times. John, you and Man. I talked about that the other night on the show. So I like those guys, running backs. And, and Carlos Hyde doesn't look as big as he used to. I think he's trimmed up mm-hmm. a little bit. And I liked how Daryl Bevel, offensive coiner, kind of – he didn't even need to clear the air, but we all were there after the draft when all the Jaguars fans were saying, well, why would you – draft Travis Etienne when you have James Robinson and Daryl Bevel was talking about how awesome it is that there are options and fresh legs Mm -hmm. and how much that's going to benefit the team when you hear him say that you're like oh that makes sense watch the guy run you well you can kind of see you know not to give away specifics of the offense but they're not really playing the same running back position either and I think fans sort of miss that because you see a depth chart and you you know there's no else to put Travis except in this spot on the depth chart but he will get the ball in space and be used outside as that dynamic impact home run, whatever that is, the Percy Harvin thing, for lack of a better thing, lack of a better way to put it. And he's been the guy outside of Trevor that, to me, has stood out. Nothing specific, nothing necessarily exotic with the way they've shown so far. But you can definitely see if you throw him the ball five yards downfield, ten yards outside the uh, center, and have him one-on-one with somebody, 
Urban likes the fact that he has a good chance to win that matchup. He, Urban said over and over again, that's what football, offensive football is to him right now. Can you get an offensive guy on a defensive guy and have the offensive guy win that matchup? ETM looks like he can win a lot of matchups. Final thought for today, Urban Meyer spoke to the fans today. Ashlyn, we were out there for it, and I think that's the plan again on Saturday. Mm-hmm. But I was about ready to go run through some pads, yeah. I think. It was pretty awesome. There, there were some curse words, but we bleeped them out on Jaguars.com and Jaguars Twitter, so you can go check it out. But yeah, I thought it was, um, it was a nice touch because it, today was the season ticket member practice, and it was cool that he addressed them specifically about the commitment they're making. It, it was That guy can give a speech now. Well, he can communicate. I mean, you know, we've said it all along. None of us really knew Urban at all coming in. Uh, his ability to communicate his message, which, which is what coaching's all about, uh, is impressive. And he can do that to fans, players, whatever. You're never unclear what he's trying to get across. And not all coaches can do that. That's true. They're back at it tomorrow. 9.45 is the practice time. And we'll have coverage here on Jaguars.com. John Osier, Brian Sexton, Ashlyn Sullivan, Joe Fortunato, I'm J.P. Shadrick. We'll catch you next time on the Jaguars Reporters Podcast.